Hey, and welcome back to another episode. Today I'm joined by my beautiful girlfriend, Paola, and we thought we'd take the opportunity to talk a little bit about the inner workings of our relationship while we find ourselves together in Bali before we embark on another stint of long distance. We talk about our experiences doing long distance stints over the last three years, our challenges, what has been hard, what we've learned, as well as firing some questions at each other in regards to our long distance relationship. If you enjoy the episode, it's greatly appreciated that you rate and review the podcast. Besides it helping helping to broaden the reach of the show, it more than anything else just simply makes my day. So with that, let's dive in. So yeah, here we are. Few days out from entering into and the joys of long distance once again, which we've had to experience a number of times. I think this is the uh, fourth or fifth time over the last few years where we've entered into long distance relationship. Yeah, I try to don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an unfortunate reality of our relationship that we obviously have to attend to and yeah. have done many a time. So um, over the last three years, uh, when we initially got together, I think we accepted the fact that there was a good chance that we were just going to have to do long distance and I think it was in a different time as well this was pre-covid where things were a little bit more streamlined in terms of travel and we were like you know what this can work we do two months here two months here there wherever um, travel's simple you're able to travel I'm able to travel it seemed like it wouldn't be too much of a big deal but then covid strikes and now travel's not as easy a thing and now we've got to deal with you know the uncertainty of the time frames in terms of when we're going to see each, each other again because every time we do leave each other it provides a lot of uncertainty uh, we had a long distance stint there for five months um, we've done a number of stints where it's three months we had a shorter one which was one month and every time we say goodbye, I think there's a little bit of uncertainty in terms of when we're going to see each other uh, again that gets thrown into the mix that makes doing long distance a little bit tricky because there's no real clear clarification of when we're going to be able to see each other again. Um, we've had uh, periods during COVID where I've left Bali to go and see you and Indonesia has changed their ways and has provided a hurdle. So I think, I don't know for you, the fact that when we go into long distance, it's just a little bit of the uncertainty around travel restrictions changing on us. We can obviously make choices at the time, but you know, being able to do long distance um, with the extra uncertainty of COVID and the ease of travel has obviously made things a lot more challenging for us hey yeah well i think um we had that in our relationship we have different relationships and i think one of the we have yeah we have like a relationship uh pre-covid and relationship post-covid relationship pre-covid um yeah doing long distance um it was like more possible because we always have like a ticket to come back or like it was easier to it was easy to organize also like my my work dynamic was different was traveling more so i was like more flexible but right now post-covid 
Um, it's not just in our hands, so it doesn't depend on us. So yeah, um, every time we got separated with during this period, it's been, there's like frustration, uh, anxiety, uncertainty at the same time because we don't really know when we're going to see each other because it doesn't depend on us. I mean, we can say, yeah, we can do two months, we come visit me, you can visit me, I can visit you, but then next thing you know, regulations change, something change, and so, I yeah. think we've gotten good at saying, well, I don't think you can get good at saying goodbye, but kind of getting good at, you know, I mean, it's never any, it's never any easier, but the, the, the thing that makes it hard is that when we say we don't know for sure that it's that um, if it's going to be the last time we see each other again, right? Yeah, uh, it's not knowing when I'm going to see you. So because we we've been last time it's been five months, not last time like before last time it's been five months. So that was um, only supposed to be two months. Yeah, turn into five months, and then we the last stint was actually a lot shorter than we anticipated. So there was that joy of it being a lot shorter time span yeah, in between. I, I think, think that was because my my trip to Europe was extended out a lot longer than I anticipated. If I had actually just stayed the month and a half that I thought I was going to, then maybe that stint would have been a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, I this time I rushed, I rushed my trip to come here because I, th- I thought if I wasn't coming here, I didn't know when I was gonna see you next time. Because yeah, now my basically, like you thrive in Bali, I thrive in Barcelona, and that's this is a reality right now. So, uh, keep our relationship alive, like you know, make work in our relationship at the same time, work in our uh, careers uh, separately. It's yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> that's the tough thing is that um, we both know where we need to be for ourselves, and obviously we try to make sure that we nurture our own sense of self and our relationship to self and maintain you know our respect for each other as individuals outside of the relationship and where we need to be um i know for me that being here in bali is the best for me and and you know that being in europe is best for you work-wise um so compromise there can be difficult you know and that's that's what i think that uh the last times that we got separated, I think it's that's the re- that's why it's been easier than other times because I think we've been very clear with ourselves first and then with each other where we need to be right now, and I think this is and and we I think I I'm talking for myself right now. I respect the fact that you are like so clear about where you need to be for uh you know work on what you're doing like to do you're working on something right now and you need to be here right now for that and I respect you for you know for the fact that you are clear about it and I don't want you like to drag you or come to me and maybe you know then there's resentment because you've yeah. been there and so I think uh, and also I right now I know that I need to be in Europe um yeah um it, I think I'm taking it and um, I'm I'm frame I'm framing the situation Trying to see this is like an like an investment for the future, because then the future can change. You know, right now I need to, I know that I need to be there and I know that you need to be here, but 
um, yeah, on can change in the future. Yeah, you make a good point because a lot of people could be looking at it and, and think, you know, okay, well, Ben has the ability to be wherever. Why doesn't he just move to Spain? And again, like you said, uh, I think a lot of people do make really big compromises. In the, and obviously, it's important to compromise, but from a place of you really wanting to do it. I think a lot of people in relationships can uh, make big uh, adjustments unknowingly because they want to be able to um, have that in their back pocket. Well, I've made these big, massive changes for you. So now you're going to have to be required to for me. And it's basically just keeping a card up their sleeve to be able to use it to uh, control. But And again, I could grow resentful. If I know for me that this is where I feel best, which is if I pay attention to my body and I pay attention to my mindset, this is where it's at. For me to be good in a relationship, that's obviously important. And the alternative is that I do make a move like that. And potentially I do grow resentful because I gave up you know what is ultimately best for me and we've just had to navigate it in a in in the best way that we possibly can through doing stints of long distance and that hasn't always been easy um what what do you think for you has been the most difficult part personally um because we've been good in it sometimes and not so good in it there's been some times there where it really did uh, almost break us I think yeah um, every time it's been different for me um, it had to do as well from where I was finding myself like in which uh, my career wise personally so has to do a lot with how I was feeling and in the moment of my life that I was in so uh, but I think one thing has in common uh, like every time we get separated like what I found most difficult is, uh, I guess, not having you physically with me, uh, because I'm very like uh, fictionate and uh, like my one of my first love languages, physical touch. So I think I get really frustrated, like in some moments that I would like to just hug you, or or maybe we have like some argument, or or maybe like just some miscommunication. Um, I think it will be just solved, just hugging you, you know, like holding us. And we don't have that. So I think I get really like frustrated and I get like really like, I want to help him right now, you know, and I want to excuse him. And that's so frustrating. It's like, a little, it's, uh, yeah, I found very frustrated. I mean, we have, uh, I had other difficulties in uh, like, for example, when I'm like with my friends, I'm like having a great moment, or so I'm like in a, or something really good happens to me. I, a first thing that comes to me, I say, like, oh fuck, why Ben is not with me? I would like to share this moment with him. Or when I'm with my family and I'm wearing like all these uh, events, like I'm the, I just, yeah, like you are, I, you are like my family right now. So I would like to have you there. And I think it's some part of me is uh, very frustrated. Yeah. Do you think there's a part of us that, because, I mean, we, we both have a majority, you know, I, I think we're both pretty secure people. Otherwise, we couldn't have done long distance stints um, as many times as we have over the years. But there's, there's definitely parts of us, the you know, a secondary maybe att attachment style in terms of... Uh, 
dismissive avoidance. So do you think there was maybe a part of us that the, the, the appeal was the fact that we did live on other sides? Do you think unconsciously that might have been, because uh, I know that you've, you've been in a six-year relationship that also did long-distance stints. So do you think there's anything, <laughs> anything there in terms of the appeal being, oh, good, there's aspects of where I can get close and then I can have a bit of distance? Yeah, actually, um, I was thinking about it before. It's like, I don't think I'm following like a pattern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, um, my, this is my second longest relationship. And, uh, yeah, my previous um, long relationship, also I was doing long distance. Not like that. Like, I was just maybe one month together, one month, one month together. And he was from Italy. I was... Uh, like I was in Spain or maybe China, but mm, it was different. It was different. And some part of me, like, uh, always thinking, maybe that's the reason that you last with a person. And I'm still thinking, like, <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because actually this is one of the questions. Well, that I, I wonder. Wanna... I wonder why. I, I wonder if that's how you know I've gotten this this far along as well. Is the fact that we we have had long that's, distance stints. That's actually a question that I have okay. for you. Because the other day. Uh, we're talking about it and you were saying maybe the reason that we're still together is because we are doing long distance and what do you mean with that or what part of being long distance do you think that how can help us to last well I, well i just think even if you're not doing long distance you need to nurture your own sense of self i think people close the gap and there's no um there's no longing i think you know the thing when you're dating is that because there's a gap, right? You want to bridge the closeness and there's the excitement of the possibility of bridging the closeness. And then you just end up in a relationship and there's no anticipation anymore. There's no, because all you because you live in each other's pockets and you're just so close together. And that's a big thing that obviously people have uh, an issue with or perceive, you know, some people that get in relationships that actually just choose to live separately. And that's another alternative way of having a relationship. And people could perceive that as like, oh, you must have problems within your relationship because you guys choose to either maybe sleep in separate rooms or uh, or reside in a different, you know, house if economically that's possible um, for you with your finances. And I think that you know, creating space not just in times when things are difficult because then it has that connotation oh we only spend time apart when we thought we've had an, an argument and then if you have time apart then that must have a negative connotation or there's a, a failing aspect of the relationship where the only time we have any distance is when we've, we're angry at each other or annoyed or upset and that's the only time we end up nurturing any sense of self and I think that's obviously an important thing in relationships whether or not you're doing long distance or not is to be able to create a positive connotation around each other, uh, nurturing their own sense of self through having time to themselves. So there's been times where you've wanted to go on trips by yourself and there's been nothing in me that's been like, there's an issue with that, right? So I think that, and again, for me, I do require a lot of time to myself. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time in your head. In, uh, in my head, you know, um, with the clock ticking and all these things firing off and, you know, regulating myself and self-coaching and having a lot of self-inquiry. And so I think um, 
that may have been an aspect of you know maybe why we've been able to last so long but have you i'll ask you this have you ever considered breaking up with me because of long distance <laughs> of course but, but and i asked that just to prompt it because i remember we were at my um it was on my birthday actually one time ago. yeah and and you said yeah i thought about breaking up with you and i just laughed because I actually just really enjoy what may be difficult but truths. Exactly. When you're in well, a relationship, it's the first, obviously, when you have an issue, the first thought is breaking up. That would be the easiest thing. I think for both of us, <laughs> we definitely thought, oh, being single would be way easier. Well, I have to take <laughs> in consideration that both, both of us, we are pretty like independent human beings. Yeah. We're pretty independent. We have like, uh, we really value our solo time. So the easiest thing will be like, oh, I, I can't do this anymore. I walk away. But <laughs> um, that's the first though. But you know, like thoughts are just visitors. Yeah. I, I would mean, have they been, come, if they you go. told me you never thought, <laughs> that the thought had never crossed your mind, that probably would have frustrated me more. Because it's not like I need to hear that. That's not so, like our relationship. Our relationship isn't steeped in pretty lies, right? That's not that's not something that I like to um, do. Is create false realities just to create some sort of sense of self soothing. I know a lot of people find that as a place of solace, and some people do need to maintain some sort of sense of disillusion for their mental well being and. You know, so they should. How much you want to participate that? Participate in that is obviously up to you. But in our relationship, um, I don't think we've nurtured uh, beautiful lies and uh, to avoid ugly truths or difficult truths. So I found that when you said, "Yeah, of course," and again, someone having a thought is vastly different than someone acting on, to, on something, right? And if it did lead to that, then we'd have to just obviously dissect how we arrived at that point. So I think, we, you know, over the time we've had conversations that most may have felt are very difficult, but I don't necessarily want to build a relationship off of avoiding difficult conversations and thinking that the only reason we can survive is if we avoid painful truths or difficult realizations there's been many a people that have broken up over time so i don't think we have a relationship where it's like a disney channel relationship where we're void of any um you know the difficulties of reality that you know there is possibilities that we break up we've had many difficult conversations where it's like we've had hypotheticals hey look let's hypothetically say this happens how how do we want to navigate that and i think the fact that we can have all these difficult conversations um, and to some degree enjoy them and also understand that, okay, I can, co I can kind of go into the fire with someone and, and trust them to be able to, to navigate through difficult conversations. So I don't want my relationships to be steeped in avoiding, you know, difficult conversations because then I don't have relationships that are steeped in honesty. I don't have relationships that are steeped in authenticity. And if I'm not able to handle difficult realities or difficult conversations, then all I'm doing with people around me is saying, Ben is not capable or strong enough to handle difficult truths. And I've made it a priority of mine to um, build 
strength in reality in a number of different ways in my life. And uh, I don't think we're disillusioned to um, the pains of reality in terms of our relationship. So when you said, yeah, of course, and I've obviously thought of it. The fact that you had that thought, you know, you could come to me with any thought. I'd, I'd feel it was relatively normal, the fact that you had it. If you had said to me, oh, no, I've never, I was like, what? You don't need to, <laughs> I'd be like, that annoyed me. I just love the fact that you were so straight up with it and so blunt with it that I, I, I found humor in it, but, but, but at the same time, I enjoyed it. Right. And I didn't feel threatened. And again, that's, you know, the thing about it, uh, developing and earning a secure attachment is that when you hear these things, you don't necessarily personalize them and you see them as a very human aspect of someone. And if you hadn't have felt that way, I would have felt like, well, I don't believe that. Right. So either I would have gotten a nice, nice lie, which would have annoyed me actually probably more than you being very blunt. Um, but again, that's something I can handle. You know, and we, we could go into a whole vast number because we've had a number of conversations yeah. over the years and that would challenge a lot of a lot of people. We won't go into all of them. Yeah, and, but I think uh, just talking in general, I think that's one of the aspects that I like most about you and about us the the ability that we have, you know, to navigate uh, what maybe it's considered like difficult topics. And yeah, um, I think that. I just felt comfortable with you talking about it and I trust your ability to handle these this things and or also trust us and I think that's one of the the the, the things that I learned uh, about being in long distance like I really trust our ability of navigate navigate difficult times and we always think we always say that that if particularly we break up which is it's possible because we both don't believe in the forever we don't live in that we don't trust uh, well we don't believe in that like it's not an illusion or well, people that have said you know I want it, yeah. you're my world you're my everything something Can't live, you know you're, you're my this you're, yeah. you're my that uh, you know you're my everything and it's like they've broken up and I think people want to hear that stuff because they think that that will improve their likelihood of successes if they I've told these things and obviously then that must be the case. But I think the fact that, you know, we choose to be in this relationship, not void of the reality is that there's very a real possibility that you will, you know, that will break up at some point in time. I mean, statistically speaking, we don't, you know, we don't, we're not ignorant to that fact. I mean, we've had conversations, we've opened up conversations about, having an open relationship, you know, I've asked you questions about, do you think I'm the last person you'll ever have sex with? And, <laughs> and no. uh, yeah, and, and gotten very uh, honest answers that, again, I enjoyed. I enjoy uh, the honesty. Um, and, again, that's probably maybe a podcast for another day. But yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I think it, was just, it would be stupid to think that there isn't the possibility of us ever breaking up and that the thought of you ever breaking up with me would be something that I wouldn't want to hear because, you know, and again, like I don't, I, I don't have an anxious attachment style. Like if I did a test, it's like really low and it can kind of come off as being disinterested or not bothered mm. or unfazed. Um, you know, I just, I don't have an anxiety of this relationship ending. That doesn't mean that I also 
want that to happen. Just because there's not an anxiety around it means obviously there's a lot of security in this relationship, but it means I also know that I can survive it. I know that you can survive it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I think uh, and that's one of the difference between um, my last long relationship and this one, that when uh, there is uh, so much growth in a relationship and basically it's the main reason to stay in a relationship, like you always say that uh, you're gonna stay here as long as you keep growing. When there's no much growth and there is no much, that's when it's gonna, oh, when the, <laughs> or dynamics <laughs> don't work. Because <laughs> that could happen as well, being in a long distance. But um, I think that uh, when uh, there is so much growth in a relationship, uh, difficult, difficult conversations are gonna happen. And that's how you, how you. Yeah, not having him doesn't improve your likelihood no. of success. Always, every time we have a, a difficult conversation, we have so much growth after that. So much, we 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 got so close after that. Well, all my all my greatest, all my best relationships have been built on us having the communication skills first and foremost. Because there's not much you can't say and express to someone if your communication skills are apt and you're able to frame things up in a certain way like again people avoid things and have a lot of shame around things and can't express themselves either because they lack certain skills lack certain communication skills or they do obviously have the shame and guilt they're not really to sort of meet head on but for my relationships that they've they've not been what they are because we've just never had arguments or never fought or we've never had difficult discussions they've been plenty of those but We've navigated them in a way where let's put we've put them on the table and we've survived them and we've grown from them and understood that our friendships and our relationship are not the strength of it isn't built on the fact that we don't have any potential conflict, right? Because if you're not having disargument, uh, you know, disagreements or arguments, that's just a sign that there's a lack of communication there, and then that's obviously going to boil down to whether or not you trust the person to hear difficult truths and appreciate that and respect you for respecting them for being able to hear to be strong enough to hear difficult you know ideas or truths and all my relationships they're they're built on honesty and authenticity and the way that has been revealed is the fact that we can have difficult conversations and we've been able to have many of them obviously there's been plenty of tears you know, lots of emotion and we've navigated our way through it and then just builds trust around the people around you that I'm able to be authentic, I'm able to express my desires and we're able to have a container where that's possible. And again, I'll, the people around me have the skills to be able to communicate things and obviously they trust me to be able to hear difficult things and they also don't think that them expressing their truths mean that I will dislike them as human beings. I think they also trust that and hopefully you trust that. But I will ask you this. Do you think, uh, yeah, you, what was that? What was that? Um, so you got something. Yeah. What's your favorite part of long distance? Um, my favorite part? Yeah. Um, I think when you asked me like... Because obviously what, there are like benefits of... Yeah, there's pros and cons to everything. Of I think you've asked me before, what do you miss about being single? Mm -hmm. And I think we've asked each other that, and I think we've there was a number of things. <laughs> there's plenty to miss about being single. And when you're single, there's plenty to miss about being in a relationship. Of 
Uh, I think just doing whatever <laughs> every day. Obviously not ever whatever I want, but waking up every day and, and going about it in the fashion that I want to. And, you know, there is a part of not having to uh, it. take it. It, it, that's the thing about being sick it was like oh you just get to kind of go about things the way you want to and without too much consideration there's obviously that aspect but and then there's obviously when you're gone there is things that become more difficult when you're gone there's some, some things that become more simpler and there's some things that become more difficult on both ends of the you know both both sides of the coin so I think um, me just again me nurturing m- my projects and me and you know doing those things are the pro i get it i mean when i'm by myself in barcelona you know you wake up you don't wake up with no one you just like follow your flow you do things in your own pace without telling anyone i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that let's catch up for dinner it's just it's you and that's it and of course i mean like we are independent very independent um, human beings and we have like dismissive attachment style so well not no, um, no, I mean we have dis- we, we have some of it for yeah, sure I mean but, um, I, I would have run away I from really, this relationship a long exactly. time ago if that was my uh, I mean, that's primary. the, the I, think, I guess the my favorite like if I mean favorite part is not like but it's like benefits of of this dynamic that um, basically I can do whatever I want <laughs> well I like that you get to you get to then spend a lot of the, a lot of time with your friends and, and have those relationships I think a big part of the thing that's important for me is that I'm not your everything. Yeah. Um, I think people want to become people's everything because I think there's a, the more that you depend on, like you're dependent on them, the more safer they are and the more secure they are. Hmm. It's like, I don't, I don't necessarily want that. I don't want to have to be, I want you to have your best friends. I want them to be, you know, I want you to be able to nourish those relationships and, and have that part of your identity, hmm. you know, yeah, and I realized like last time that uh, when we did five months, I think one of the uh, one of the reasons that it's been easier is because I was in a, in a place that I love. Uh, I was with nurturing my relationships. I was ha- having fun. I was just uh, really feeling like very uh, fulfilled in so many aspects of of my life. So that got. Uh, that God reflected on my on uh, on our relationship. I mean, obviously, I, I I didn't like the fact that we were separated, but um, comparing to one of the first times that we did long distance, that I was in a little, I was in Portugal and I was working and I wasn't with all my friends and I was doing working, uh, just doing something that I didn't like. Automatically, that God reflect on the relationship. Because I got very needy, I I I need you to be there for me. That like my my happiness, it was based on if we talk or we not talk, and we have like it was just I wasn't really in a good yeah. in a good moment, and I I put all the weight on your shoulders basically, because I was just basically not not happy. Not happy in a place, and um, it got more heavy the the kilometers that we yeah. were apart. Circumstantially, that was there was circumstances with that that made doing long distance really difficult. Like, and we've spoken about there was a point, you know, at, during that time where 
getting on the phone with you became daunting. I get it. Like it, it, I found myself not excited to be on a call because the, 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 the requirement of me, the, the, how much of your happiness was resting on what I did put a lot of pressure on me and it took away from the conversations being light and easy and it turned into me having to bear the weight of it, the success of this call is going to be dependent on on this on me and this and that and the other and that 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 was tricky and that was difficult and it made not wanting made being on the phone very you know, I stopped looking, it stopped being something that I stopped looking forward to. And it started to become something that became a chore. Like I had to, I have to do this. Otherwise, Paola is going to be miserable. I better do this or Paola is going to be miserable. Paola was miserable anyway. Yeah. So, um, but it's, uh, I wasn't like in this, uh, in this hole. Like, um, there were different fact, different factors that made uh, that time very difficult, uh, like or a lo- long distance. And I think one of, like I was uh, working with a very strict schedule that it didn't match with, or basically it, it was very difficult. Like when I was finishing, when um, I was finishing to work, you were waking up. I was like just so burned. So all the things that were coming from me was like very negative. I was just started so. Um, then uh, when I was, I don't know, it was just, uh, I wasn't good. So when you are not good, <laughs> the work you were doing was very re- repetitive and mechanic and uh, yeah, you had was, a lot of time to think and you weren't able to sort of entertain your mind with a lot of things. You weren't surrounded by all your friends to be able to. So there was a lot of aspects of that yeah. stint that, um, made it, it, it tough. And we, we, and then you came out here and, you know, you went back and I've gone over there and slowly over time, we've gotten better. The five minutes, the five months stint that we had provided different challenges, but also I felt like there was conversations that were had during that time that actually brought us closer uh, together that were very, um, uh, for many, what would be deemed to be, uh, what could be what could have been very ego denting um, if they weren't secure in themselves and I felt that that conversation one of the conversations we had during that point brought us um, that was the, the the conversation where we entertained uh, having an open relationship and that's something that we then went into a big phase of discovery and research and reaching out to friends for advice and people that we knew that had similar relationships within polyamory and open relationships um, and looking into that world. And I felt the fact that that got put on the table brought us actually closer together. It didn't drive us apart because the fact that that could be put on the table and we could both navigate it in a very mature way and um, uh, not over-personalize things and understand that you know, being long distance and, you know, not at that point in time when we had that conversation, it wasn't very clear when we were going to see each other again. So circumstantially, I think, you know, putting that at the table was, you know, um, it wasn't something that I viewed as, oh, this is, this is uh, terrible. This is, this is, 
we're failing. This is like an like aspect of failing. This is, this is not like need to not be mean, blah, 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 blah. Take it hyper personally, whatever. So that conversation during that point in time, actually my admiration for you and, and the way that you navigated that made me admire you. It may, had a deep appreciation for it. It brought me closer to um, the fact that that conversation could exist within our relationship, whereas before it probably wasn't something that I'd ever think would be put on the table. I was just proud of the way that we navigated it and that actually, because again, like I said before, it's like you want to feel like you can go to war with someone or you want to feel like you can walk into the fire with someone and walk out of it. And that's always something that I've wanted in a partner is someone strong enough to be able to have conversations like that. And the fact that you brought, you know, put it on the table was fucking incredible to me. And, you know, I, I just love that. And that was, a, that could have been like, again, that, that you ex- expressing that was to me like a, ve- a massive turning point just to even put that on the table so, and have that conversation. It wasn't. So, it wasn't easy. No. Um, but obviously, it isn't. I mean, what it led me to have, like, what, pro, like, tell you, like, propose you that. I mean, we have to we'll put the idea on the table yeah. to explore it. Cause um, you can't just leap into something no. like that. I mean, there is a context, you know, yeah, yeah. what it led me to ask you that. Uh, but as you were saying, and I'm, I'm, I'm agree with you that after that conversation, something changed on, on us, and we. We become so close and uh, or I, it's just yeah uh, obviously I had my fears but I somehow I have like this trust of us and, tr- and I trust you uh, I trust your ability to understand and being able to have the conversation and I, when I actually when, when I put that topic into the table and your response it surprised me so much and it, that made me love you more fall in how do you think I was going to respond I don't know I didn't know because I was so when I I, I thought about I was thinking just about myself in the moment I, I'm, I'm going to be honest I was like what's your needs what you want what you need right now like put yourself first Paula we'd been away for each other for like, three months yeah that was um, obvious. That's what I say. With before. no end, with we no need, end in sight. We need way. to uh, give some context. It's yeah. just not that suddenly, hey, I want to open. No, yeah, it wasn't like that. You know, like we were having our issues intimacy wise. We we're in long distance. You know, um, after three months, you just get used to be alone. And there are certain needs that um, you have, um, but you also want to stay with a person. So. I was just like contemplating, okay, well, maybe we need just to uh, look at other options, you know, like... Explore alternatives. Exactly. And I think we're both, I think the good thing is that we're both mature emotionally enough and secure enough to open that conversation up. That would create huge amounts of anxiety for for a lot of people. And there was anxiety that got brought up. The more we explored... Um, the idea, the more we researched, I mean, because this is not something you go from having a monogamous relationship into, you know, an open or a polyamorous or a non, a consensual non-monogamous relationship that you just leap into it without, you know, doing a, doing a lot of learning and research and understanding how other people have made it work and what they've, what they understand. We got on calls with friends that are in that world and we explored that. And I love 
that process, like being able to do that with your partner, it's just fucking amazing. It actually built, yeah, it built it, intimacy it, in our relationship and actually made it stronger. And I honestly it, feel like a lot of people in monogamous relationships that have no interest in, in opening up, there's a lot to learn from uh, poly open, you know, consensual non-monogamous relationships from books, from friend, like from that, that because the communication has to be so so good. The, the need to make your partner feel safe is um, is a greater necessity. The responsibility is then heightened as well. There's more responsibility, and there's aspects of the, that those types of relationships that people in monogamous relationships would really hugely benefit from, irregardless of whether or not that's something that they want to enter into. In terms of the effectiveness of the need for communication in those types of relationships is something that maybe isn't explored as much as much in monogamous relationships because there is the the, the sense of uh, safety at the at the fact that there is in, in there is exclusivity right and this is a, this is obviously a topic that we could do a, one whole podcast so we won't delve too much into it um, because it could be its own podcast in itself in the way that you know my mindset to it um, you know, in terms yeah, of in terms of understanding, you know, basic human necessities and needs for mental well being, and and putting that to um, the forefront of my mind, and obviously my love for you, and and understanding, you know, who you are and what your yeah, needs are, and not taking anything sort of personally. But we could talk about that in a in a whole episode in itself, because I dare say a lot of people would have a lot of co- uh, questions about that. But do you have anything else you want to discuss in terms of doing long distance we can give tips and stuff like that but i think fundamentally like communication uh, developing communication skills and obviously you know having a good relationship with yourself and your space uh makes it a lot more simpler i don't think there are a lot of people cut out for it do i think it's ideal no and i suppose that would fall into the questions like do you think doing long distance is sustainable (laughs) do you think doing long distance is sustainable for us and I think, I think the answer is no. <laughs> I don't think doing this is sustainable in the long run. If if anyone thinks that, you know, because we always thought that there would be a definitive end date of which we would bridge that gap, but there doesn't seem to be one inside right like now. Every time, every time we we get separated, I always say this is gonna be the last time. I always say that. Yeah. And you ask, when am I going to see it? And it's like hard to give an answer to that. The thing is, we don't live in a room at times. This is not like... It's just... COVID changed everything. So, uh, some part... I'm trying to do... Like, I, I love you so much. And I really... I, I want to create a future with you. I want it. I, I have a... Yeah. A commin- compromise. A, a commitment with you. Uh, but right now, <laughs> um, I have to do a lot of uh, framework thinking, okay, what's more painful, being away from you or just don't having you at all? So right now, I, it will be more painful not having you. And I think it will be more difficult. I think it's more difficult actually find the right person, the right one, that actually navigate those times. So... Um, it's not sustainable because obviously I don't want to be, uh, uh, I don't want to keep doing this. Um, we say that it's going to be the last year that we're going to do that. 
So this could change. This could. This means two things: or we break up, or we decide where we want to where we want to be. Yeah, I think I've said to you before when we've talked about the idea of breaking. I said right now the only thing I, I see that would lead to it would be logistically, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. You know, and it is not easy, but I'm proud of us for the way that we're navigating and still navigate it. And I think no matter what happens, um, I love you so much as a person. And obviously, the you know, I've, I've, I think that, you know, we would like to have each other in our, each other's lives just purely based off the fact that we're, we, we feel that we're both good people and that if the dynamic of our relationship ever did change in another way, that we'd be able to, at some point, be able to continue to have a good, healthy relationship where we still get to have each other within it to some yeah. certain degree. That would be more painful not having in my life. Yeah. So. I agree. Um, I, I told you that I... I just love you as a person, as a... There's so many aspects that I, I admire you so much. And even if... Uh, and that's something painful to say. It, but even if we can be together, like, I, I want you still have be in my life. Because you bring so much value on my life. So, I don't know what's going to happen. Because, <laughs> obviously, it's not... It's not in our hands. It's in our hands, but it's not in our hands. So, Yeah. The uncertainty is is just the the most the challenging thing. And I think that's just across the board in life in general. Hmm. There's been a lot of uncertainty for a lot of people over this time. And again, I think the importance of us doing this podcast together was, you know, it, it's so easy for, it could be very easy for us to just make it look like we're just scooting through this and with such ease and, you know, no shit kind of going on in the background oh, and a lot no. of uh, and, and again a lot of a lot of couples are very performative and that's something that i i never want us to to be you know one of these couples that people see online and sort of only get the the what you know the highlight reel type stuff and there is the highlights of course especially you know when we're together we we travel around and we see things we experience things together and there's a lot of you know joy in that but I, I don't want to ever hear you know oh you know couple girls blah 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 this that and the other and perpetrating this sort of like false reality of like just scooting through a relationship with no uh, discomfort or um, challenges or puzzles I mean I, I think a lot of the things are just puzzles are like, okay this is a puzzle we get to be curious enough to and I think that's obviously the big thing is the fact that both of us are very curious. Um, and that's what I love about you. One thing I love about you is the fact that you're also very curious like myself. And I think that when you've got a partner that's curious and you're curious, that you kind of trust that you'll find the the pieces to the puzzle that you feel need to be um, found. Or And if you have a thirst for curiosity and learning, that eventually at some point those will... Those lessons or those or that knowledge will put itself on the table as long as you remain curious and i think that's something that we both have so i think that's been something that's made navigating this a lot more easy is the fact is the fact that eventually we've found things that have you know through our curiosity that have made doing this a little bit more simpler 
What's your least favorite part of a long distance relationship? What's your what you found most difficult? I think, I think just everyday like sharing of um, roles in life, you know, um, economically, logistically. Sometimes the, the, that's an issues, um, you know. So I think there's aspects of doing life together that for sure is is made so much simpler with you around and obviously the fact that I miss you <laughs> the, the fact that I miss having you around and being with you that's obviously at the forefront Sweet. of it <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is a reasonable time frame to close the distance what do you mean um, what What, uh, how many months if is enough? <laughs> well, at the moment, we don't really get to have too much of a set. Because there's been times where you've wanted absolute clarity. When are you coming out to see me? And I've been like, Paola, I could give you, I, I could tell you something and potentially disappoint you because shit changes. Or when, when things become a bit more clearer, I can give you a, a, a dead set certain answer. Then I will. You know, and I think that's that one of the things that has frustrated you yeah. about me is the fact that I've not, at times, been able to give you that certainty of an answer, and you've you've sometimes maybe interpreted it as not caring. But the the fact of the matter is, I've wanted to just avoid giving you an answer and setting an expectation, and then um, failing to meet that expectation. And again, there was lots of things outside of my control, especially in that in that time frame of five months that we were separated, that. I could give you, I, I could satisfy that need to know, but ultimately at the end of the day, I would have just been lying to you to kind of appease that. And I would have run the risk of, you know, giving yeah. that and then having you be disappointed. So Yeah, but it's a human nature, I get you it. know, need like, I, I get mean, it. It's, it feels like, you know, you're working on something, you like, we still, you know, we, because we, even if we are on distance, we're still working on a relationship, we can do what we can, but we still, so if, It's that was will be we, it was when we were like four months apart and it's like okay but I'm not getting any answer I don't I, I wasn't getting any move from your part I, not even a, it wasn't well, the was, conversation because you didn't want to have the conversation uh, so I, I it was very frustrating because also I was getting a, a question when Ben is coming where you gonna see Chase I don't know <laughs> it's been already four months I don't know and that was one of the arguments uh, that was one of the arguments um, we had was. In that frustration, to me, it, it it felt as though you you felt like I didn't care and I wasn't putting effort in. In reality, there was a lot of paperwork in the back end in terms of visa stuff, setting up things um, to navigate But I think the you travel were. easy, uh, simply enough that was... And obviously, there was a lot of logistics in terms of sorting the dog out, sorting something to do with the villa, moving stuff into a um, different place in in order to be able to make it happen that was happening in the background and it, obviously because you're not around it's hard for you to be able to see the effort that was going into it so the, the one of the one of the arguments that we had was the fact that you your frustration led to insinuating well i felt anyway that there was an insinuation of not putting in effort when really there was a lot going on and sometimes i can be a little bit nonchalant with things so that doesn't help at times Yeah, that's actually how it gets, like, we have so many mm, issues or arguments regarding to that because you are not the best one on the phone. Like, 
Ben is not the best one on the phone. So it also depends on what we um, small talk on yeah, sometimes not the best. Yeah, but you are not like the best. Let's let's leave it like that. So in I person think, much better. Yeah, in person much better. Like right now, you know, we're looking at each other, the eyes, we it's much yeah. better. But I think um there was like some like I like to talk more about things and maybe things that you um, I think what it could help us in that situation it was the fact that you just let me know that you were going through all this process and but you had the intention to come it's just like I felt that uh that he's coming but he has the intention like he's it was just like I don't know like swimming in a dark water <laughs> yeah and it's just that again it was that uncertainty and and you wanted it I and but I felt like I couldn't give it to you because I, I literally just understood that things are always ever changing governments change things we've seen that we've experienced that you know I flew out of the country two weeks later they changed the the, yeah. the way that they did things and that threw a spanner in the works that made things you know somewhat challenging but um well I have one last question okay uh so after all this uh we did like five times long distance mm. uh what do you think you learn? What do you think we learn from that, and that can and can help us now for the next one to close the distance? What we can do? What do you think we can do better? Well, I think we've over the time started to develop better skill sets. Obviously, I think you know the skills are getting better. I think our curiosity has led to things that will make doing long distance easier. Things that we've learned while we're together that can transition well into doing long distance. I think we've got, we've learned certain exercises to be able to keep the communication a little bit more interesting. Sometimes when we're away from each other, like my life especially gets very sort of like, I go into my own world, I go into my cave, my life becomes pretty regimented. There's not really anything too different that's kind of going on. Um, with, with the fact that I'm very focused on what I'm creating, that my life kind of becomes a little bit sort of goes through stints of doing very boring mundane uh, habitual things that doesn't really provide any anything new to the conversation the next day but i think in terms of continuing to build uh closeness and intimacy i think we've developed you know where we've discovered a number of ways of communicating and creating conversation that continues to prompt new developments in learning about each other and i think that's the big thing is that we continue to learn you know all the complexities of the other person and sometimes long distance can make that challenging but i think that you know over the time the more that we've done it the better we've we've become at handling it and also our misinterpretations of certain things have been alleviated through again our curiosity and our learning for sure. I think the big issue a lot of times was misinterpretations. And once we've gotten clarity on a number of those things, that half the battle was just eliminating some of the misinterpretations that plagued the relationship. And we've had a number of them over the time, especially, you know, the fact that, you know, cultural differences, we've had to bridge that gap. So I definitely think the fact that we've become better at, um, you know, exploring our misinterpretations and being able to express them in a way where it's taken at face value. So yeah. yeah. Is that it? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us on this uh, episode. 
if you've enjoyed this, uh, please, like I said in the beginning, uh, leave a rating and review. It makes our day. Um, and a big thanks to my special guests, my beautiful girlfriend, Paula. Thanks for chatting. You're welcome. <laughs>